0: Welcome to Living Beyond Linear radio show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear.
1: Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, incredible world. Hello, and welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my beautiful co-host, Lina who is my feline uh, assistant. Well, she's really sometimes way more than my assistant, but if you hear her chiming in, you'll know who she is. Um, Wow, if you have not joined us until now, thank you so much for wherever and however and whenever you're showing up to join this conversation. I am grateful. And if you have been joining us and playing with us on the regular whatever that means for you. (laughs) Thank you so much for the contribution you are being to these conversations and to the creation of this show, Um, the places it is asking to go and the topics it is asking us to play with, the Beyond Linear Adventures we are having. It's pretty freaking awesome, and I am super grateful. And if you don't know nothing about the Beyond Linear thing, it basically is all about stop asking your life to make sense. (laughs) I said it. Mm -hmm. We're just going to be a little bit bold and audacious, and we're going to stop that kind of silliness. So if you've never done that, I invite you to start doing that. (laughs) Start to stop asking your life make to make sense. Uh, cuz what I'm finding is when we are asking our life to make sense, we get we just kind of create a whole heap of mess, really. Um, and it's usually most often actually that I find both for myself and the people I get to work and play with, it's when we stop asking it to fit a form to follow some type of whatever has been deemed is the way it's supposed to go it's then that we can actually see more and perceive more and um, notice what more there is. And things actually do start to come together in a way that can actually, ironically, make a whole lot of sense to us uniquely. It's just not making sense in the way that conventional reality really predicts that it should. So. Life is really not about making sense, is my interesting point of view, and I invite you to play with that and see if maybe it creates a bit of space for you. And if you want to play with me, you can find me on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear. You can play with me here on the radio shows. You can email me, Keisha, at livingbeyondlinear.com, and you can schedule sessions of all different kinds. I am an intuitive medium, body worker, and facilitator. Um, I am loving that I get to play with all different kinds of people, all different kinds of energies, all different kinds of questions. Um, it's all about what is required to create the change that you're asking for. And sometimes it's really about creating the change that you truly desire, but you have not yet begun to ask for. Mm-hmm. So there's that little bit of a, oh, for you. So. Today, however, on this show, what we are going to play with (laughs) this week's topic is the seduction of structure. Mm -hmm. So talk about stop asking your life to make sense. Yeah. What do we do often? We try to structure everything. So it is something that we seem to be seduced by. Do Do you maybe notice that for yourself? The elusive promise we want to think or want to believe it can offer us. Have you found yourself pulled by that? In a world that is (laughs) ever-changing, what drives us? to try to structure our lives and our existence. That's what we're going to be playing with this week for the time that we can do that. I know that in 55 minutes we're not going to find all the awareness. We're not going to open all the doors and that isn't really the point. The point of this show is to invite you to be considering different possibilities to play with and possibly even begin to choose them. Um, that will create something different for you. It is what I find um, for me, and again, for a lot of the people, really for everybody that I've worked and played with, what I find is that when we go beyond what we can explain or what makes sense, we can actually find what really works for us to be empowered by. And it is all about each of us. You're here to live your life, not anyone else's. Now, if you think you came to live someone else's, that's cool. You are totally welcome to that. Play with it. Let me know how that's going for you. (laughs) The funny thing is, ironically, we come here to live our life. And if we're not creating the life that really works for us, what the heck are we doing here? Yeah, right? So, oh, my goodness. So when we talk about structure, there's all different kinds of structure that we can talk about. And um, oh, just let me say, if at any point during the show, if you're able to be listening live, which is Friday, oh my goodness, <laughs> September, the 22nd, happy equinox, uh, fall on the northern hemisphere and spring in the southern hemisphere, wow, how cool is that? Yes, I tend to go all over the place when I talk, in case you don't know that about me yet. <laughs> But if you're able to be listening live and you would like to bring a question on the show, you can do that two ways. You can call in live with your question. The numbers are on any screen on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com, and they'll also be given during the commercial breaks. And you can come into the chat room if you don't want to bring your voice onto the air. You can actually come into the chat room and play with us. Just click on the word chat room in the blue bar near the top of the screen on InspiredChoicesNetwork. You'll give yourself a name, could be you, whoever, whichever you you want to play as today, and uh, come on in. You can enter your questions or your feedback that way as well. We always have a, a good time in the chat room. It's one of my favorite features here on Inspired Choices Network. I love it. So uh if and if you want to play with some structure that way or maybe getting yourself free from some structure you're welcome to come play with us that those ways so uh, structure is something that fascinates me um i mean look look we come to we're in a physical world right we're in a three-dimensional world that's typically structure okay so yes I, i'm not saying at any moment please know <laughs> here's my disclaimer i am not saying we should never have it okay this is really about looking at how much of an influence structure is, how we are seduced by structure and the many ways we are seduced by it. And I'm using the word seduction and seduced. Um, it might be a, a kind of a strong word for some of us. And yet, it is one of those – the word, the, the energy of that word really is appropriate. Um, structure draws us in. It entices us. And for a lot of us – we have this very interesting point of view or a whole number of points of view that have to do with structure being what we should be choosing and that we should have some form of structure some kind of structure um so what i want to play with today is have you kind of gotten into an extreme of structure in your life um are you trying to do structure And if you are, is it structure that really works for you? So each of us has what works for us, and that's part of what I love to play with. And what structure looks like for one of us, for example, for me, it may look completely different for someone else, but it can still be a structure, a type of structure. But it doesn't have to be, and here's the what if, what if it doesn't have to be what someone else tells you it's supposed to be. So we get kind of tangled up in this. And when I, talk, when I mentioned the elusive promise, it's like the promise of a few things here. Like there's this promise of security. If you follow this program, if you adhere to this regimen, or if you get into this particular structure, there will be a sense of safety or security there. And it will give you something back, such as the safety and security you think you're looking for. Okay. excuse me, this promise that if you follow the program, you will get a result. And for a lot of us, we assume that we will get the result we desire. Here's one of the interesting factors, folks. (laughs) The result we desire is usually based on something we have decided should be or shouldn't be. For example, Losing weight or gaining weight or creating a specific shape of our body. So our body is the first structure we come into, right? So technically, our body is a structure. Is our body solid? Not really. And yet, relatively speaking, yes. I mean, and aren't you grateful for that (laughs) so that we don't just kind of fall down all the time? So we have different tissues. We have different uh, ingredients that come together in a way that create these amazing bodies that we get to be hosted by and have these adventures with. Um, And while they have a a type of structure, really they are living and breathing creatures. And how amazing is that? So we have bodies, and bodies is one of the the most frequently, oh gosh, It's, it's one of the major targets of all of these ideas about structure at the same time. So so where have you bought into um the ideas of what your body is supposed to be? Oh, yeah, that that's a popular club, right? No secret to most of us. I mean, I'm just, what I read I think I read something. I don't know when it was because my days are blending together <laughs> right now. Um but you've probably heard this too um uh, that children at the as young as I think at the age of 4 are talking about going on diets. Now I, I don't know. Most children are not even really developing complete sentences by four. I mean, some are. <laughs> a lot of the kids I know are. but I don't know that that's the average, or in what places that might be the average. So, for 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 children at the age of four to be having the the idea that they they have to look a certain way, do you? Like, that's lunacy to me. Now, that's just me. You don't have to agree with that. Um, But it is also a flag for me that something is going on other than this kid is getting to enjoy their, getting to know their body and getting to know the planet and the people. Um, if If you're already thinking about, if you're already having a sense of body shape, body image, weight gain, weight loss, and that there's a right and a wrong way that your body is supposed to look, there's something that's a flag. That's just a flag. I'm just saying, you don't have to agree with me. But <laughs> that's a flag. Um so there's all of this really fascinating stuff we do around the structure of our bodies. And I get it. Our bodies are are the creature that we spend the most time with, right? And it, it we we have there's lots of questions about our bodies. And yet look at how many body shapes and sizes there actually are and can be. And look at how we've created different body features relative to different cultures or or regions of our planet. I find that truly fascinating and really cool. And it's just, for me, it's one of those, those reminders and those expressions of... That we can we can create whatever and however we want to create, even with bodies, and we can also very quickly and very intensely um, lock ourselves into particular beliefs about bodies that have impact on our bodies, and it's not really it's not usually a positive influence, it's usually more of an impact. So so that's one of the structures that we play with. And that could be, yes, its own series of shows. <laughs> we could be talking about bodies. And there are lots of people who are talking about bodies. And, and who are you listening to when it comes to bodies? Who are you um, playing with? Who are you choosing um, to receive information from when it comes to bodies. Are you listening to people that say your body should look a specific way and if it doesn't, then it's wrong? Are you listening to people who say you should have a a certain percentage of body fat and if you have more, that, that that's a red flag? Are you listening to people who say that your body should be a certain shape and ratio and proportion because you are a blah, 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 fill in the blank? And if not, that's a wrongness? Or are you listening to people who say Have you decided or have you chosen to ask your body a question? Are you listening to people who say, celebrate your body no matter what it looks like? Are you listening to people who invite you to play with the possibilities with your body and not make any one specific point of view or program the only way you can coexist with your body? So who are you listening to? (laughs) when it comes to your body. And what type of structure are you trying to implement with your body? Are you trying to implement the structure of your DNA? Are you trying to implement the structure of your belief system? Are you trying to implement the structure of someone else's belief system or someone else's DNA? I think it's really cool that um, children uh, who who are adopted into families their bodies often take on the genetic characteristics of the family they're adopted into, depending on the age of the adoption. And and it doesn't have to depend on the age, but according to what the studies have found, you know, there is a relativity there. And I think that's so cool. that And, and to me, that's an indication of the brilliance of our bodies, that our bodies are so willing to, ex- to experiment, to express, to have um, – a different way to play, a different way to um, move the energy, right? So are you trying to implement a structure and, and with your body and is it really working for your body and hence you? If it's not working for your body, would you be willing to maybe play with some different possibilities, some different types of structure for your body? Does your body even require structure? does your body even desire to look a certain way i got to tell you it's kind of fun to um and, and it's interesting to me that a lot of us do this when we're small children and i don't see i'm i'm guessing people see this more with young girls but i see this with both it's there's this and it just shows up different ways we go through these these phases where we play dress up or we play like we take on different character roles Um, before the age of electronic devices (laughs) when we were were actually out there playing as the character, like with our whole body, what would that be like? What if we chose to play with that some more? But it's interesting to me that we play dress-up and we play all these different games where we are different energies and our bodies thrive on that. Have you noticed that? So our bodies are able to um, play with us, to respond to those different energies with us in different ways. Um, when I was a kid, one of my favorite things to pre- to, to be, really, I, I would say, I, to pretend that I was, but there was a part of it for me that, like, if that was really true for me, was to be a horse. You know, equus was an enormous influence in my young life and still is. I just don't pretend that I'm a horse these days. <laughs> But my body loved to do that. Now, was I remembering days gone by? Was I um, bringing in an energy of another time and place? Was I just trying on the energy of Equus for size? What was that? Do I need to know that? Did it matter? And did I need to make it a specific structure? No, I just had a whole lot of fun as a horse. And to me, there was a realness to that for the time that I played that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um what it what what was your favorite thing to play with what was your favorite energy to play with as a child and was there something there that could be um a contribution to your body now i still very much my body loves to be around horses just to be in the presence of them is is magical just to like in some cases watch <laughs> shows about them um, is magical, but to, certainly to be in their presence. And it doesn't matter where, if I'm at a rescue um, barn, if I'm at a high-dollar show barn, if I'm out in the pasture of, you know, just with somebody's horses hanging out, it doesn't really matter. It's just the magic of the, the horse. It's the magic of those creatures and um, and getting to – to meet them, to know them um, through the magic of how they are expressing as in the equus energy is a marvel to me. So it also absolutely contributes to my body. So is there something that you played with as a child? Energies that you played with being, pretending, quote unquote, that you were, that if you could maybe tap into that now and see, like, it, could that be a contribution to your body? Was there something there that you didn't have to cognitively know at the time that energetically was a massive contribution to your body and your being. And I wonder if you were to just tap into that energy now and see what contribution might it be to your body and your being now. You don't have to make it solid. I obviously didn't turn into a horse, as you can see from my pictures these days. (laughs) And there's still something there from the energy. And that's what I want to play with more. We we do have a, a little break coming up. And I want to go into the energy. So it's interesting we started out about bodies. That was not something I really saw coming. But it was also <laughs> like the first kind of, oh, well, that sort of makes sense because you know, you come into a body. That's the way you land on this planet for most of us if you're going to play in physical form or if you're going to adopt a structure. Um, our bodies are the, the vehicles that we get to play with to do that. So I think it's really cool that that showed up. So uh, I'm inviting you over the break to just play with what what energies were those uh, characters? or What were those energies that you were playing with? that um, And if it could maybe be something um, that if you were to, Play with those now. Bring those forward or tap into them again. What could they be for you today? And what contribution could they be for you today and for your body today? So, wow, love the little yumminess that that's stirring in the universe. Um, you are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my amazing co-host, Lilaroo, and we are playing with the seduction of structure today. So, uh, have a nice little, uh, a little. Uh, something whatever you desire over the break (laughs) we'll be right back
0: (laughs) what would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence what if you included all of you in the creation of your life the strange the wonderful and everything in between with no expectation that it make any sense Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815 880 8255, in Canada at 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at LivingBeyondLinear.com. Now, back to our show.
1: Oh, yes, I love my music. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Welcome back, forward, sideways, to this next segment of Living Beyond Linear radio show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my beautiful Lilla Rue here at my side. Well, she's actually in my lap at the moment. So <laughs> we work really well together. Um, so – we're playing with the seduction of structure today, if you're just joining the conversation. And if you are just joining, I invite you to uh, check into the replay um, for most of us again, because I know you're probably going to be hearing this as a replay, a lot of you. Um, so start over, and um, if you weren't paying attention for the first segment, start over and play with that some more if you like. We were talking about the structure of bodies as our kind of introduction to um, existence on this planet not necessarily our whole existence, but simply getting to play on this planet. And of course, for me, one of the things I'm aware of is that we do this more than once or twice or 500 million times. So um, you might also be able to tap into things or themes or different um, within or throughout different incarnations that you have played with? Um, And what could you become aware of now? Um, What awareness could you acknowledge now that you have about different energies that actually contribute to your body? And do you have to implement a structure to receive those energies or to activate those energies? In some cases, I get that there's a, a bit of a yes to that. So let's play with that. So this whole thing about implementing structure. Um we do that in so many different ways. We can do that in literal ways like, you know, the the buildings we play in, the houses we live in, um the the city we live in, um even there's there's different characteristics of different cities and and countries and all of that. Um and then there's the energetic structure that we many of us try to implement (laughs) and try to enforce, really, on our lives. Um, Different formulas, different policy, programs, rituals, or routines, um, diet, as we briefly touched on in the first segment, is certainly one form of that. So what is this thing about structure that is so enticing to us, that is so seductive, it, it's something that I see people wanting to choose all the time. like, And it's for so many of us, it's a thing that we think is an answer. Um, so for a lot of people, it could be a, a job. It could be just having a job. And that's a structure that can work for some people and for other people not not quite so much the 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 popular structure of you know what we call the 9 to 5 world although i don't know that 9 to 5 is even a reality or a possibility for many people anymore because i don't know anybody who just works 9 to 5 um and i also know people who work like 2 or 3 hours a day technically and then the rest of their work is play so that's part of what i'm i'm really just wanting us to play with today is is what is the st- what structure are you trying to put in place and is it really functioning how do i say it? is it is it adding to the generativeness of your life or is it actually <sighs> diminishing your life now please hear me or not <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to <laughs> um what i do want to say however is this is not about me telling you what the answer should be either, <laughs> so it's really i i would i really invite you to play with this. I for all my life have had a very different point of view when it comes to um employment, for example. I watched people do the nine to five thing, which in most cases, as I say, was not just nine to five um, <clears throat> and what I saw was. In a a big way, I saw a lot of deterioration, and I saw a lot of effort, and I saw a lot of difficulty. Um, Now, granted, I was a kid growing up as I was observing this, and I will also say that in my adult life, I have observed that, well, I've observed people's lives not necessarily becoming more fun for them simply because they chose a job. So what I what I want to the question I want to put on the table here is what is the way that a job could actually work for you? Cuz we're talking about living our lives as it pertains to each of us uniquely and magically. So a lot of people have this interesting way that, that, and I did this, you know, we're out there, we're discovering ourselves, we're creating our lives, and we're getting excited about all the possibilities. And then we have this job. <laughs> you know, then we have like, quote, unquote, our real life. So what I see that doing is actually, it's kind of like keeping one foot, and this is a really interesting visual, keeping one foot in the grave, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like we we want this one little something that will keep us connected to conventional correctness. Wow, that's I don't know where that came from, but that's an interesting energy. Like to, that we we're going to demonstrate that we're doing our life right by choosing a job. And this is not about not choosing a job. This is about really asking a question for yourself. All right. I know that to be on this planet and play in this society and play in this particular game in the here and now, wherever you are incarning, what it requires in this moment is that I be a participating member of society. How do I want to be that? What is the work I love to do? And if I'm not doing it right now, what is a way for me to move toward that, to create my life doing the work that really fulfills me? So have you even played with that? And, and this is really does not have to be difficult or, or challenging. It can simply be that you become more willing to ask a question for yourself and of yourself. And then you can also ask the universe. And if you have a particular name for the universe or the source energy, you can call it whatever you want to. That isn't really the point. That's not a structure I put in place either. <laughs> so your curiosity... And your willingness to ask those questions can determine, or it's not about determining, but they can really open the doors um, for you to actually discover a way to put a structure in place that really works for you. And structure has different objectives. It just depends on where you're playing at the moment. Sometimes structure is absolutely about taking away all identity, and there are Reasons for that, such as in military, the armed forces, um, entry level folks go through what's called basic training or boot camp, and that is all about shedding your identity in many respects. It's all about getting you to stop thinking as an individual, not because they necessarily want you to have no importance. It's more to do with the fact that when you're working on a team in an operation such as an armed forces part of the objective and part of the target is that you work as a team and that you follow commands now for some of us that like just gets all of our hackles up because that's like we would never do that oh my gosh but how many lifetimes have you been in an army have you been a member of a, a legion of armed members armed beings and have you laid waste to different societies upon the command of someone else so before you go having a you know a real <laughs> reaction to it, just tap into that energy. Wow, have you played that game? I get a sense that I have done that a number of times. So am I familiar with the energy of that kind of structure? Yeah, I would say I am. Is it something that I want to choose right now? No, it's not. And does that make it a right or wrong choice for anybody else? Absolutely not if that is something that contributes to your life in the in this moment choose that if that's what you want to choose so there's there's a structure in place and and in the case of armed forces it can be a pretty intense structure and it has a reason okay and i there's no wrongness on those reasons there doesn't have to be unless we want to make them have a wrongness I don't see a wrongness. What I see is it's a choice. Do some people join the military to, to find themselves? Yes. And some people find themselves through the process of shedding everything they thought they were and letting go of all of their identity and handing over their choice to someone else for however long they're willing to do that. Does it mean, that, does it have to be a statement about who that person is? No, it doesn't. Do they get to choose who they are every day still? Absolutely, yes, they do. Does it express differently relative to the fact that they're in the armed forces? Yes, it does. Does it mean they have to choose that forever and ever? No, it doesn't. So then we go to school and we have a structure in place in school, right? And school, while we could say it's not necessarily about losing your identity, (laughs) a lot of us feel like we might have lost our identities there. Depending on the school you go to, <laughs> certainly there are different intensities of structure throughout different organizations around the world. Um, you know, and then depending on the the level of education you're playing with, you know, if you're in elementary or intermediate or high school or college or uh, masters programs, you know, there's different um, the different disciplines that you study will have different structures relative to what target of that discipline is. Okay, um, in medical school. Oh, my goodness, (laughs) structure, crazy structure, all kinds of specific information um, and crazy hours and crazy intensiveness with our bodies and with our experiences, right? Law school is another one, Um, you know, engineering. There's all kinds of structure, okay? And yet, look at people, you know, can can you bring into your awareness people who do really well with that? right? So there's a difference here between being seduced by it and actually being willing to choose it. So being seduced by it, in many respects, when we let ourselves be seduced by it, we're actually giving up our choice to of how we could play with it. So if we're buying that we have to have structure, and if we're buying that we can only have a particular kind of structure in our lives, that is where we begin to create structure as a destruction of our lives. I'll say that again. That is where we begin to create structure as a destruction of our lives. And not that is a non-generative destruction, okay? So when we're choosing it from being seduced by it, when we're choosing it from buying the point of view that it, we have to choose that, that is where we're actually putting structure into our lives. Mm, what's a conventional way to say that? <laughs> um, in a way that is costing us, okay? It's costing our bodies. It's costing our Uh, vitality, okay? So in those cases, structure cannot be something generative for us. However, if and when we're choosing structure in a way that really works for us, there can be a generativeness to it. So like I'm one of the people who is probably the least structured people (laughs) <laughs> that you would meet. I'm I'm not a big fan of it and yet I have an appreciation for it. It has a value in my life. Okay, and So structure for me is a more loosely structure kind of life. There are things that I do like my radio show each week. So I'm live on the show and therefore I follow a, a sort of a loose structure of Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Central, which is the time zone I'm usually in, um, that I do my show. So there is a form of structure. Um, We set a topic and we have conversations about those topics. There's a form of structure. I have work hours that I offer to schedule appointments for different sessions. And that for me is a loose structure. And then I get to see different people and play with different people all the time. Now that is super duper fun for me. That is something I thrive on. When I did the 9-to-5 kind of structure, there were parts of it that I could enjoy and there were parts of it that could work for me when I let them. And what I was also very much aware of, (laughs) not so much in the early years, but as I played with it more and more, I got the awareness that while, yes, it did provide certain things, there was also a cost for me. And so, what I had, what I then started to really get hmm, more candid with myself about, more honest with myself about, was if I'm going to choose this kind of structure, I need, I have to acknowledge that it's really not what I truly, it's not the way I truly want to play. So, am I willing to go forward in my life? implementing this particular kind of structure? In my case, I'm I'm talking about the nine-to-five structure. And am I willing to have what that creates? Or am I willing to take a risk, to take a chance? Now, this is where a lot of us get nervous because when you hear the phrase take a risk and we've made risk be something like risk your whole life kind of thing, and a lot of us actually do risk our whole life, but it doesn't mean we have to. It's more of the, the letting go of the beliefs that hold the need for a certain type of structure in place. That is what I became willing to risk. I became willing to risk my points of view. Risk is actually referring to the removing of that which does not serve. So all those points of view that I had in place or that I was trying to make real and true for me that had to do with you must have this type of structure to be able to function. It was time for me to really be willing to look at that and did that work for me. So what, what one of the things I'm aware of is that a lot of times when we get to this kind of conversation. We're looking for an either-or, and I will just let you know, this is not an either-or, like either you choose this job or you don't. Yes, it can, It can. that's a nutshell version of it. And what are the variables that you're putting into your choosing? So this is really about, are you doing structure in a way that works or are you doing structure in a way that is taking away from your life and your health? And your vitality. That's really what I'm inviting us to. It's just really take a look at this. Structure is something that is marketed very well in our world. It is it is put up as the thing we must choose, and yet we forget that we still get to choose. And we also forget and we get confused that we can actually create a structure that works. We can structure our lives organically, and there is the the blueprint of structure that works for us within our life and living, within our energy, and that's something that a lot of us, we get kind of distracted, and we forget that we can actually still choose. So, oh my goodness, there's lots up. I get it. I know these conversations can sometimes, because we only have 55 minutes, and it's like, where are we going to go? Whoa. So take a breath. (laughs) Just take a breath, my darlings. And please just bear in mind, you don't have to make any specific choice right now, no matter what this conversation is stirring up, no matter what this topic is bringing up. Um, You get to choose. You still get to create your life in a way that works for you. And it doesn't have to be in this particular moment that you choose all of it. So in this moment, what if you just chose to take a breath and be with the awareness that's bubbling for you? I'm going to do the same, and we're going to take a little break, and we will be back right after this.
0: What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear radio show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. Oh,
1: yes, we are back. Living Beyond Linear radio show with me, Keisha Clark, and my co-host, Lilarue, um, who's been a little quiet today, I will say. She's she's energetically speaking volumes. She just hasn't really chimed in <laughs> on the microphone. So she's having a good stretch at the moment. Um, perhaps we should follow her, <laughs> take a cue from her her choice here. There she goes. Hey, my darling. Um, yeah, like structure. Oh my gosh, we, she and I, and my other babies that I get to play with. Um, I call them my babies. They're infinite beings in itty bitty kitty bodies, <laughs> and not all of them are itty bitty kitty bodies, but relatively speaking, um, we have, we have what I guess if you were observing our life, it would be like we have no structure, and yet there is a structure that I have adopted and and adapted and that um, it does kind of create itself. Um, As my life goes through the different scheduling fluctuations and variations um, from day to day, given what I'm choosing and the work I'm choosing and the way I'm working, um, there's a lot of variation in the structure. But we have the basic kind of format. We, We know what's required and then we just kind of play with it on a given day Um, or really (laughs) day-to-day, you know, like every day, they require food. Every day, her her, um, area requires tidying up. There is um, the maintaining of the space. And so there is a structure in place, and yet it's not something that is fixed. So this is where I would like to invite you to to play, is to be looking at, um, are you working with a structure that is flexible or have you attempted to be making structure in your life whether it's you know the the neighborhood you live in the house you choose uh the room you know how your room is arranged that kind of physical structure or whether it's your your food regimen your work schedule your um your job you know have you been implementing it in a way that is fixed with no wiggle room with no room for variation or have you really been implementing it in a way that you're willing to to ask questions and play with rearranging it every day and have you decided that rearranging means that you've messed up the structure like what if there is no wrong way to do this really that's part of That's just really what I desire to share with you. And you can apply this question to your whole life. What if there is no wrong way to do your life? What if there is no wrong way to create your life? If you are anything like me, not that you have to be like me, but I get that if you're listening to these shows, If you're playing with that silly consciousness thing, you know, (laughs) if you're into expansion and discovery, who you are, you know, self discovery, universe, all of that, you're likely could be considered a little weird, and you might just be a little different than quite possibly most of the people you incarnate with. (laughs) And does that mean that you have to be a weirdo? No. That could be anybody's point of view. However, if you're listening to this, if you are playing with these possibilities, this energy, if this does if this is something that invites you um, to play, there's a good chance that you have something very different to bring into the world, to express into the world. And your way of expressing it is unique to you. And that's part of what we play with in the beyond linear this is not about creating your life in a way that can be explainable or explained. This is not about trying to create your life in a way that you can explain it to make make sense to other people. It really doesn't have to make sense to you if you don't require it to. And yet, we get into this structuring pretty much every day. We encounter various forms of structure. And not all of them are going to be something that contribute to you. So this is really just about are you willing to catch when you're being seduced by it, when you're being seduced into the idea, and not because someone is doing that to you. It's not about that because you're still giving your choice away if you're saying that, if you're believing that. This is really about have you let yourself buy into the beliefs, the points of view about certain structures, or certain kinds of structure, and if you have, simply acknowledge, oh, look what I've been doing. Wow, is that really true for me? Wow, does that really work for me? If you get a no to either of those, would you simply be willing to play with some more questions? What does structure look like for my body and being? What kinds of structure could I implement that would be generative in the creation of my life? Wow. So I don't know about you, but something just shifted when I asked that question. (laughs) What kinds of structure can I implement that would be generative for my body and my being, that would be generative for the creation of my life? Wow. Do you get a sense that... There are possibilities beyond what we've given words and and verbal expression to that are very much possible for us to be creating our lives with and by and through. So what are the generative forms of structure that you could be choosing and implementing? And whether you call it a system or an organization or a whatever, you don't even have to call it a structure if you don't want to. This is simply, this was part of the topic today, (laughs) the seduction of structure. So where are you being, where are you trying to have structure as a container rather than a vessel? A container doesn't take you anywhere. A vessel can. So are you making structure a container? Are you trying to implement structure to contain your life? Or would you allow structure to be something that can actually take you somewhere else. It can actually be a part of creating movement in your life. And what could that be for you? That's what I freaking love about that. we get to play with the questions as we create our own lives. So, holy moly (laughs) and SpaghettiOs. We got like four minutes. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for playing with me today. I am... Thrilled and honored with what this is opening up for so many of us. Um and if you want to play more with me, you can always connect me directly, with me directly. Um, you can look up my page on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear. You can also email me directly, keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. You can also come and see me in person if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I will be at the Dallas Psychic Fair on Sunday, October 1st. And I will also be playing with my sister goddess Rhonda Burns. And there's going to be a whole lot of awesome people. Um, we're going to be playing at the Addison Health Expo or Wellness Expo, I still have, I can't say the name correctly, I apologize, Addison Health Expo, Wellness Expo, um, <laughs> October 14th and 15th in the in Addison, which is just slightly north of the Dallas region, and um, and that's Texas, y'all. So uh, if you want to come play with me in person, come see me. I'll be doing readings at both of those events, and there's more being put on the dockets throughout the end of the year, or the, the, the fall season. Um, wow, so... Yes, what could structure actually contribute to you? And what kind of structure are you capable of implementing that could just totally be rocket fuel for your life and living? Like totally provide the vessel for you to move forward in the creation of your life in a completely different way that is really fun for you. And if you have no idea what that could be, reach out. Start playing with questions phone a friend, book a session with me or anybody who who blows your hair back. That's part of the joy of this. We get to choose. We get to choose. We get to choose. You get to choose. Every single thing, every single moment, you get to choose. That's the point. So structure does not have to be something that takes your choice away. And yet, a lot of us, go into structure creating that. So what if structure is something that could pop your world open? And what kind of structure could you be implementing that would allow that, that would be contributing to that, that would give you the space for that? Structure doesn't have to be this little bitty box, but a lot of us create boxes. So is it time to not box yourself in? And does structure have to be automatically meaning that you are boxing yourself in? No. I'm going to (laughs) know. What do you get? And if you get a yes, then would you be willing to play with some more questions? Huh. Is that really true? Or is that something I've bought? Because I hear other people say it. Because structure has been made a bad thing. And yes, do we use structure to our detriment? Absolutely we choose that. We choose that a lot. I've chosen that a lot. Relationship is a massive structure that we use to our detriment. Because we have all these crazy-ass beliefs that what relationship is supposed to be. And when you reach a certain point, oh, that means this. And all of the significance to the structure of it actually kills it. And that could be a conversation for another time. (laughs) So, What structure could you be discovering this week, my friends, that would actually blow open the possibilities for your life that that you have not even begun to imagine yet? I desire you to be finding that and having a fabulous Beyond Linear week.
0: I adore you, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear radio show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week. Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. For more adventures.